Hello, Save Them family. Landon here, and thanks for joining this episode of the Save Them podcast. And this this brief uh, announcement here is actually a call to action uh, for those of you out here uh, who have been following the fight. Um, we don't really issue calls for assistance very often um, unless we really are in the kind of need of it. And um, we uh, recently met uh, as our board and um, have decided that we really need to be thinking proactively about replacing our lead rescue vehicle. And uh, we, you know, back in, what was it, 2017, um, a generous donor helped us to uh, purchase our, our current lead rescue vehicle, um, which was needed at that time because our other vehicle had um, been smashed up in a head-on collision, um, which <laughs> rendered me with a uh, shattered left hand, uh, which thankfully was reconstructed and uh, works like a gym, <laughs> thanks to modern technology and modern medicine, um, and a wonderful, wonderful doctor who helped put me back together. Um, but yeah, that's a different story. Um, but anyways, uh, so we've very, very thankfully, um, and very faithfully used this, this rescue vehicle, uh, since 17. So I guess we're going on six years now, uh, since we purchased that vehicle and, you know, six years later and, um, we did a, a rough count. Uh, we've, we've had, I believe it was 42, uh, direct rescues and extractions with that specific vehicle. And we've also transported hundreds of people in the mission and thousands and thousands of hours of investigation and um, joint task force meetings and just like all this different stuff that we have to do on a daily basis. Um, even bread runs uh, to get that donated bread to take to the safe house um, for the victims to, to have a nice, nice set of bread from a local bakery. Um, that was another great donation back in the day uh, that we were able to use. Um, so um, our, our the current lead rescue vehicle, um, it's a wonderful car. It's, it's done very well for us. Um, it now is pushing 350,000 kilometers, uh, which is, um, I believe, well over 220,000 miles on it. And so it's getting a little, um, I don't know, <laughs> the bones are wearing out. And we're needing to start thinking about how we're going to get that thing replaced. What we don't want to do is um, find ourselves in a situation where uh, one of our vehicles drops and we're, we're stuck. Uh, because we will spend more renting uh, a vehicle for these operations than uh, if we just have one that we've got on the books. So, um, And I do want to say... I owe my life to this vehicle um, that we currently have, and uh, one I just have to tell you real quick. So one time we're on a, a rescue mission. Uh, we we departed from the Pretoria Johannesburg region. We drove all the way to the coast, down towards Cape Town, and uh, which is a very long drive for anybody that knows. It's kind of like driving all the way across Texas uh, in one evening. So think about it like that. And we drove all the way down there. And we made the extraction, got the victim out, and believe it or not, we didn't even get to see the ocean. Can you believe that? We, we picked her up just inland, and we turned around and went back, and we had to meet some uh, crime intelligence guys along the way, uh, which is kind of like South African CIA types. Um, and we had to meet some hawks, which is kind of like South African FBI guys. And um, by the time that rescue 
kind of trip was done, uh, we had done 52 hours on the road without stopping and without sleeping, without anything. And I have to say, as we were driving north from Cape Town, we, man, we were going through the bush. We were in the middle of nowhere and there's this tiny little town. And what I remember is that there was uh, no kidding, um, what looked like kind of like an auto parts sort of uh, garage, gas station type place. But of course it's closed because it was three in the morning. And we're driving through this place and it had um, snowed a little bit strangely. And so there was some frost on the ground, maybe a little bit of snow. And there were some horses and it was a creepy little town. But anyways, um, sleepy and creepy. That's a double whammy. So we're, we're driving through and we come to the, it's a kind of like a one stop sign town. All right. And we come to the one stop sign and I'm driving the vehicle and I stop. I kind of look around. It's three in the morning. It's totally dark. There's no lights other than, you know, um, the stars in the sky and, uh, the Southern cross was shining upon us. And so, um, I start pulling away from the stop sign and no kidding out of nowhere runs a cow. I mean, this cow, I've never seen a cow run like this. I mean, he was galloping. And so I start pulling out. I'm, I've gone maybe 10 feet, you know, I'm, I'm just accelerating, getting to about maybe 30 kilometers an hour. And this cow sprints in front of me out of these trees or bushes, whatever it was off to the side of the road. And we nailed it. I mean, we put the front end of that vehicle right into the rib cage of that cow. And thank the Lord, we had what's called a bull bar on the front of our vehicle to protect us from situations like this, apparently. Although um, we would think it's more like the human risks, right? And and maybe other vehicles. But um, we nailed that cow. And that and the, the whole force of our vehicle went right into that cow's rib cages, rib cage. And that cow flew through the air and just went thunk and just landed on its side. And I slammed on the brakes and we all kind of surged forward. And even though it's 3 a.m., we're very awake at this point. <laughs> and, uh, and man, that cow's laying there and I'm going, oh, man, I just killed a cow. And oh, man. I'm thankful I'm alive and oh man, I better see if the front end of our vehicle just collapsed because we're in the middle of nowhere in Africa. <laughs> like this isn't going to end well. And um, so anyways, I look up and no kidding, that cow stands up, does one of those, um, you know, like when you have a wet dog and it kind of <laughs> shakes itself. The cow did something kind of like that, um, although I'm sure it's not the same for anybody that knows about cows. But uh, it kind of wiggled around and kind of got to its senses, and it just walked away. <laughs> no joke. Just walked away. Just kept going off to my left. And I was like, that is a tough cow. I mean, kudos to the cow. <laughs> no joke. So, but then what was funny is that as that cow left, about 13 or 15 or however many, 10 plus other cows then come out of, um, again, bushes or trees or whatever it was on the side of the road and they cross. So it's kind of like a little herd of cows. Um, and they cross. I guess they were all kind of standing there watching to see if, you know, Bert the cow <laughs> was going to get up or not. Um, but Bert did well and he took off 
And um, once the cows passed, we then thought, oh man, our car is done. So then when it was all clear, got out of the vehicle, walked around the front of it, and you are not going to believe this. That bull bar took the full force of the hit. The front of our vehicle is completely fine. The only thing that we notice is that the license plate on the front of the vehicle is bent in, kind of in the shape of maybe the underside of a rib cage. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. Um, and we just sort of said, thank you, Lord. Thank you for not stranding us in the middle of nowhere with a uh, collapsed front end of our vehicle. Um, and Lord, thank you that you blessed us with such a strong vehicle and a vehicle that could withstand the challenges that we may face in this work, especially hitting cows at 3 a.m. So, um, yeah, anyways, that's my favorite story about that car. I mean, it's just, man, to think that um, having a good vehicle can make such a difference. So, anyways, and thank you to our donor who um, put that in our hands six years ago, because without that, we wouldn't have been able to do what we do. Um, so, we are now in a position where we need to start thinking about getting this thing replaced because its bones are getting creaky and um, concerned that it's going to end up stranding some of our team because it's getting pretty old and it's pretty beat up. So we are going to try to raise $20,000 and $20,000 goes a long way in South Africa. And with $20,000 in hand, we are going to be able to secure a new, it won't be new, it'll be very, very used because we can't afford new things. Um, but just to give you an idea, new rescue vehicles that are reliable and stuff are going for like eighty dollars to $100,000. Okay, so that's not happening. <laughs> we won't be doing that. But we can get a similar type of vehicle that's maybe about 10 years old. Um, and we can get that price way down to about 20,000. So we're going to be aiming for that. Our goal is to have this money raised by the end of August. So that gives us, well, this is the 20th of roughly the 20th of July. Uh, so we got a couple weeks here. So let's say about six weeks. We've got about six weeks. We need to raise $20,000 to equip our team with a new lead rescue vehicle. And um, this vehicle is used for intelligence gathering. It is used for victim extraction. It's used for victim transport. It's used for carting our team around to all the different things we have to do, all the different authorities we have to meet, all the different safe house things we have to do. And we drive like mad because we, South Africa is a big place. It's twice the size of Texas actually. Um, and uh, just not shaped the same way. And it's a big place. So we often have to drive quite far uh, to do things. So um, it's not like we're operating in New York City where we can just walk down the city blocks and uh, do our work. It's not, the, it's not that way. Um, so a very key part to our mission is transportation. And we need some help um, because we don't have this kind of money just laying around off budget. Uh, to do those kinds of things. As much as we'd love to be in that position, that is not what we do and that's not who we are and that's not how we roll because we tend to do as much as we can with what we have all the time. And for the rest, we just put it in the Lord's hands uh, and we know that his people are faithful and that the church will meet the needs of the mission because it's the mission of the church to reach the lost so that they may know Jesus and that's what we're about. So 
I want to thank you for listening to this. Um, please uh, pass this around as much as you can to anybody who you think would care about helping tangibly equip a real-time tip of the spear counter-human trafficking operation that is Christ-centered and is doing the work of the kingdom for God's glory. And in the name of Jesus, his people said amen. So thank you very much, and we do appreciate your help out there. All right, everybody take care, and I will talk to you next time on the Save Them podcast where we are going to talk uh, about some additional info which is very, very related to the mission, and we want to inform you about it so it's on your radar. Okay, take care. This is Landon out. Cheers. Oh, and uh, oops, uh, P.S. I forgot to mention actually how uh, to make your donations to support this initiative. So what you'll do is uh, you can go to savethem.org. That's savethem, one word, dot O-R-G. That's our website. And on there, uh, there is a donate now button. And you can make online donations there. Uh, you can choose whether you want to do credit card or uh, ACH, EFT, whatever the terminology is uh, for bank withdrawals. Anyways, you can decide what you want to do at Donate Now. Um, I do ask that in the comments section, if you don't mind uh, just putting either the word vehicle or even better, tough cow. That'd be awesome. Tough cow. And that way we'll, we'll know that you're specifically wanting to donate to support the capital campaign for the rescue vehicle. Um, if you are in the United States and you want to do a check, uh, you can send the checks to save them. P.O. Box 2061, Merrifield, Virginia. That's M-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-L-D, Virginia. Zip code 22116. So that's save them. P.O. Box 2061, Merrifield, Virginia, 22116. Uh, and all this info is on savethem.org in case um, you need to go find it there. And if you do send a check, again, on the memo field, please write either vehicle or tough cow. Um, and that way we know how to apportion the donation. So thank you so much uh, for considering helping out uh, this mission. All right. Take care. This is Landon. Out. Cheers. <laughs>